Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Shot Callers presented by 48 Minutes Network. We are back. It is me, your host, Kyle Brandon. Joining me as he does when he's not on vacation is Ben Brown. So he's back this week. Uh, we missed a lot, so we get into it. We talk about Kawhi, we talk about Paul George, um, possible landing spots for Westbrook. Uh, we get into LeBron playing point guard, and we talk about some summer league. So it's a good time. I am glad to be back with Ben. Appreciate you guys listening. Enjoy. I said I always remember the wood grain beneath my feet in a busy sea. I never said I was angry, but I think I'm still in misery. But it's what I needed, and it took me by surprise. Sometimes I think I'm mad. Ben, welcome back, brother. Hey, what's going on, brother? It's good to see you. How, how, how was vacation? It was wonderful, man. It was absolutely wonderful. I had a good time. Uh, played on the beach a little bit. Uh, got to meet the president. I, I, okay. I mean, you know, you never know what's going to happen when you go on <laughs> okay. vacation. So, you know, it was cool, man. It, it was a lot of fun. But uh, I am happy to be back here talking NBA basketball. Yeah. So much gone on we, missed, we missed a lot we missed a lot i mean so much and i know we had talked about before we were like oh yeah after the draft we'll take a break a little bit and take a little breather <clears throat> no the, the nba no. was not taking NBA, a break yeah nba does us. not take a break does not take a breather and it, man it just they hit the ground running man they hit the ground running with free agency so they did it's gonna be back and so so i we haven't done any of the free agency stuff um, but let's just kind of jump into where it's most recent and most relevant to what's going on right now. Um, as we're recording this on a Monday night, um, the biggest thing is Kawhi mm-hmm. signing with the Clippers, the Clippers getting their super duo of Kawhi and Paul George in a trade that basically cost the entire future until 2026 for the Clippers. Um, going all in to really try and compete in LA. What do you think of this crazy move? Um, I think it one, it's a boss move by Kawhi. I mean, that's something that like a LeBron James does. I mean, nobody would have thought that he would be able to one play where he wants to play with the Clippers and two pull another star with him uh, in Paul George. I mean, and you know, after the Paul George, you know, Russell Westbrook party last year and their free agency and all that stuff that went on. You're like, oh, okay, Paul George is, he's locked in. I mean, him and, and, and uh, Westbrook were there. You know, they both got big contracts. You're thinking all is well in OKC. Not so fast, my friend. I mean, they pull the switcheroo and get the trade that they want. It's kind of weird that Paul George would request a trade a year after he had just made this big to-do and him and Westbrook had this party about him staying and wanting to be in OKC, and then now here I am requesting a trade to go play with Kawhi. It is it is weird, especially since he came out and said there's no, um, there's no Westbrook slander right. or anything like that, so he didn't even have an issue with Westbrook. He mm-hmm. didn't have an issue with OKC. He just knew where he wanted to go and if i'm okc i mean really there's there was a very very realistic scenario last season where paul george doesn't sign with them and they get nothing right but paul george does sign with them they get a year with paul george and another chance 
at a title, um, mm-hmm. it didn't really go that well. But, I mean, when we looked at it last season in our season preview, we had them third in the West. Yeah. So they had a realistic shot going into the season. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and OKC now gets this huge ransom for their future. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. it works. It worked. It worked out. I mean, yeah. in the end, OKC is you had your one year with Paul George. You obviously saw where that went. Um, it didn't turn out the way you thought it was going to. Uh, you know, Damian Lillard, you know, beat you guys. Um, and there, yeah, waves goodbye to him, has that iconic shot. Um, so there you sit. Um, you've you've gotten the assets there that you wanted. You have a Steven Adams. You have a, a Westbrook. You have a Paul George. You know, you have all these guys here, and you still get beat. You don't get to the end game. So – for them to be able to be okay with that trading him away and getting assets for him, they're going to win in the end. I mean, they get draft picks, they get players, um, and eventually, you know, you've got to see the future on the on the you know everything on the wall and be like, okay, we tried this, it ain't going to work. It's time to try something else and and see which other route we're going. So, um, for OKC's part, I think they they made the deal that they had to make, um, and. And they got good things out of it. So, yeah, and there's really two ways that OKC could have gone because Gallinari, while he's not you know an all star, he's probably as close to being an all star as you can get to without being an all star. He's definitely a talented guy. They got him. They got Shea. Mm-hmm. Shea's probably the only rookie, and really, if we do this thought experiment, he's the only rookie that contributed last year to oh, a playoff yeah. team. Yeah, maybe Shamit, maybe, but. Right. Shea's probably the only guy. Yeah. Um, I mean, he he led that Clippers team. I mean, as far yeah. as being a floor general point guard, I mean, he's the guy that gave you significant minutes in the playoffs. Yeah. As a rookie. So, so I mean, they got, a, they got a really good haul back. And, again, they have two options. Do they go for it again with what they have? Or do they kind of start new? And we saw they traded Jeremy Grant mm-hmm. for a first-round pick. And it just seems that – the trade talks are really, really heating up. Um, Paul George, his agent, OKC, they're talking about where he wants to go. Mm-hmm. Then today we get the Woj bomb that uh, that Westbrook is okay with Miami. Yeah, that he that he's fine with that as a destination. Yeah, um, I, he's got eleven years in the league, Westbrook. Yeah, I mean. It, at some point, winning a title and that pressure of winning a title has got to start to weigh on you a little bit. Um, he knows he can't get it done. And also, too, you're seeing all your peers teaming up with people. I mean, you just saw your Paul George, when, you know, with Kawhi, AD and LeBron, Katie and Irving. I mean, everybody's got a dynamic duo. Well, specifically, his friends, yeah. Harden was his friend. Yep. Um who's had like real shots at titles. Mm-hmm. I would say, you know, more of a shot at titles than, than Westbrook for sure. Yeah. He's seeing KD who's mm-hmm. done it multiple times. And then Serge Ibaka, just Serge Ibaka was on that team, just won a title. Yep. So these people that were really close to him, you know, he's looking around and saying, these guys are all getting title shots and I'm stuck here. Uh, right. You know, I'm st- right. I'm making money, sure. but I'm but oh, I'm yeah. not getting close to what the ultimate end game is. And I know there's a lot of guys that'll say, "Oh yeah, they're in it for the money. They're in it for the money." Which is true. A lot of them are in for for the money, but 
winning means a lot to more than those guys, and I think what anybody else would think. Those guys want to win, man. They see those guys lift that Larry OB, as Kawhi calls it. They see him lifted in the air. I mean, there's nothing like that feeling of being a champion. So if you don't get to experience that, all the money in the world is fine, but you always want to be the best in the world at what you're doing. Yeah. Do you think Do you think Russ has what it takes to win a playoff series as the best guy on the team? Because he hasn't yet. I don't. I don't think so. Oh, okay. Um, I, I think it's difficult, and we have talked about this before. Um, I think it's difficult for a point guard to be your main guy and win. Like we've seen wings. We talked about this before. Wings, wings, man. man. Wings are the guys that bring you championships. Kawhi's, LeBron's, those guys are the Durant. Guys, Durant's. You know, those guys are the ones that are are leading teams to championships. It's very hard for a six foot point guard to be your leading scorer and do all the other things you're asking for him to lead you to a championship. Even with Damian Lillard, I mean, Damian Lillard is the best player on his team, but he. He's going to struggle if he doesn't find somebody else. Now, C.J. McCollum has come along. And he's gotten there. Now, they had an injury that was huge. I mean, their center gets hurt. Um, near Nurkic. Nurkic. Yeah. I mean, he gets injured. That that kind of killed their momentum because they were they were one of the hottest teams going into the playoffs, and he breaks his leg. And, right. And that kind of killed that. But it's hard for point guards to lead teams to championships. So I think that would be tough for him as far as on that end. But if you pair him with like a Jimmy Butler, you know, a guy who who does also have some scoring ability. Um, now they lost Whiteside down there, but they've they got Bam Adebayo, another big man down there that can play and be active. You you a, a point guard can change people's styles, so he can possibly make those guys better. Um, and he's won. I mean, it's not like he hasn't won big games or hasn't done big things. Him him and Butler together could possibly be something special. Yeah. Yeah, and and his play style, I think, I think his play style will change when he goes somewhere new. Mm -hmm. I think that he's so ingrained in OKC and kind of their culture and how much the fans love him and all this stuff, and that team's almost built around him at this point Mm because he's been there for like you said, eleven years. And I think that when he gets to a new place, it's not going to be like, all right, you're not going to have thirty five percent usage percentage anymore. Right. Like right. all right, you're gonna have twenty five percent and yeah. you're gonna you're gonna be a big part of the offense, but you're not gonna be the guy one hundred percent of the time. Yeah. And you can kind of go in there, you know, if he goes into a system, they can kind of say that from day one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can have Pat Riley or Spolster basically say, This is how it is gonna be if you're on our team. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, or, I, yeah. or whoever whoever he goes to, um, so I guess let's kind of narrow it down. Who do you see as the potential trade targets? Obviously, Miami's the one that's getting all the buzz. Oh, you said Detroit. I mean, uh, Detroit's what, another I mean, one. Detroit's your team. I mean, what would you feel about having the Brody on on with so the So I've I totally changed my my thought process on this, <laughs> and <laughs> you knew the answer before yeah, you yeah. asked it. <laughs> so um, when I first heard this, I was like, man, I really don't want him to be a part of this we're drafting good like mm-hmm. let us just draft let us just develop guys and all this stuff and then i thought about it and i, I really thought about it who is detroit going to sign as a free agent next year drummond is going to be a free agent mm-hmm. and honestly he's going to be one of the top oh 10 to 5 guys t- yeah, for absolutely. sure and hopefully we can resign him hopefully 
Mm-hmm. But, you know, who who's going to come here? Next year, we're going to lose Reggie Jackson. We'll have maybe $14 million to play with total. Who are you going to get for $14 million? Yeah. Who are the guys out there that get $14 million as a point guard? I mean, Terry Rozier got more than that. He got more. I you was know? gonna say Terry Rozier. Ricky, Ricky Rubio got more than that. Like, literally, <laughs> and those are second tier point you know guard guys. Yeah, Corey Joseph got thirteen mil a year. Mm-hmm. Corey Joseph, I don't care about that. <laughs> right. I don't care about that. You know what right. I mean? Like, what is the hope to get Kyle Lowry on a thirteen, fourteen million dollar contract? I don't care. Right. That doesn't get me no. going either. No. And so. You know, when you think about it, what are you actually going to do with this team? You know that you got Blake for the next few years, and mm-hmm. that's got to be the focus. So, fuck it. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's get it. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. He's pushed his chips in, man. He's ready. <laughs> at this point, if the Pistons actually want to win a title, they have to move some chips forward, mm-hmm. and it's going to cost you guys like Kennard. It's going to cost you maybe a Bruce Brown or a Kyrie Thomas. I would really, really, really hope that they could keep Sakud and Buya, mm-hmm. but it's going to cost you some stuff. And history tells you that you should do it. Remember, the Lakers didn't want to trade Brandon Ingram, right, to get Kawhi, to get Kawhi, yeah. And and the Celtics didn't want to trade Jalen Brown to get Kawhi, or the Suns didn't want to trade Josh Jackson to get Kyrie. Yeah, all these trades all end up on the wrong side of history. Secure the star while you can. Mm-hmm. Don't assume that, the, that your young guy is going to flourish and be better than he's going to be because who knows? Yeah. Just take the guy that's good now. And think about the East. And think about the East, man. I mean, if you've got, <laughs> if you got the Brody, Blake, and Drummond, I, I, I mean, me as a Pacers fan, now I think the Pacers made some great moves, but to me, if you're looking at that roster and you have those three, it's a pretty good chance you you you've got a good shot of coming out of the east say what you want i mean that gives you two guys that were all nba last season mm-hmm. right now name the teams that have two players that had two guys all nba yeah the just i think the only team is the clippers yeah cuz the nets i mean Kyrie and KD but there, I mean, KD's not playing this year. Say, yeah, Anthony Davis wasn't first team All NBA with the Lakers. No. Um, it gives you a real shot if you're Detroit. Mm-hmm. And and you know when we talk about Luke Kennard, should they give up a, a Luke Kennard or something like that? What what's Luke Kennard's ceiling? Is it JJ Redick? Yeah. Okay, JJ Redick when he you know his prime. Let's say his prime is LA uh, for the Clippers and, and for Philly. Was he ever better than the fourth best guy on those teams? You know, and that's I think that's Luke Kennard's ceiling. And if if that's really what's stopping me from doing this, then you know, I I just don't know what you're hoping for if you're Detroit. It, right now, to make the salaries match, they could do Reggie Jackson, they could do Langston Galloway. Those two would basically have to be in any trade. Yeah, they can't trade Tony Snell for a few months, so Tony Snell couldn't be on the move if they're trying to move him now. Um, so with that. You'd have to do like Luke Kennard and Thon Maker. That's fine. That's fine with me. Because Thon Maker is a guy that you just acquired for nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you gave up Stanley Johnson for him. But whatever. You weren't going to re-sign Stanley Johnson anyways. Reggie Jackson's expiring. Langston Galloway's expiring. So you're really giving up Kennard for a guy that averaged triple-double over the last three seasons. It, 
I don't know. It makes a lot of sense. Um, the piston. It's really funny. I was I was writing an article on how the Pistons are supposed to build a team when they have the worst attendance in the NBA. And last year they did. They had the worst attendance percentage out of all teams in the NBA. Hmm. And you know, if you're Tom Gorris and you own the Pistons, and you have a shot at, at getting Russell Westbrook, who you know we know has major flaws in his game. But as far as fan favorite goes, yeah, he's up there. He's a game changer. He's up there as far yeah. as fan favorites. People love LeBron. People love Curry. People really love, love Russ. They do. He's up there as far as an as yeah. far as an internet darling goes. And and maybe that's what they need to fill the seats. And you just kind of have to realize that these free agents are going to look where all the free agents went. Mm-hmm. Everyone went to L.A. or New York. Or New York. Everyone went to a big market. Yep. Which free agent signed with a small market team? Yeah. Like, which top free agent? No. Everybody's in LA That's not a thing anymore. That's not a thing. And Toronto played it perfectly. They did. They played it perfectly. We'll give you the load management. We'll win a championship. We'll do whatever we can. Mm -hmm. And it didn't matter because LA, it just didn't matter. Yeah. So what's Detroit? We did did everything. We did literally everything. We brought your doctor in. We brought, we did all the schedule stuff a you championship. wanted, a championship, and you were still like, I just want to be in L.A. I, I just want to be, be in L.A. And Detroit's never going to beat an offer like that. Yeah. De- again, Detroit has the lowest attendance. Look at all the people that were in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Detroit's not going to get anybody. Yeah. Detroit's not going to get anyone. The only way you get people is this way, or you're going to be stuck with Corey Joseph. So if I'm Detroit, that's my pitch to get Russell and, Westbrook. And Luke Kennard. And you're going to have Luke Kennard, and that's awesome. You did it. <laughs> and honestly, their window, Sekou Dembouya is should be their future. Mm-hmm. He's 18. He's probably not going to hit his stride until he's 21 or 22. Yeah, at least. Yeah. So it doesn't – the next four years doesn't matter for his development as much. No. He's, he's not going to be the guy. Keep him. Let him play minutes. But he's not going to be your guy right. for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that that's where um, – Westbrook would pay dividends for you guys. Um, his style, I think he could still play that kind of style, but I think it helps him when you have other people that, like a Blake Griffin, like a guy you can throw the ball into the post and he can go to work or he can play on the wing. He would help you guys immensely. And on top of that, too, like you guys said about it, like you said about attendance, like you bring a West, Russell Westbrook in, people are going to come see him. They're, there may be five guys in the NBA that I would like buy a ticket for outside of just going to a Patriots game. You know what I mean? Like not too many guys where I'm like, like if Russell Westbrook's in town, like I'm like, oh yeah, like like that's a guy I want to go see. KD, that's a guy I want to go see. LeBron, that's a guy. I Those guys put butts in seats. And know? that's that's normally his biggest knock is that on any given night he's going to go too hard in a regular season game mm-hmm. and he doesn't have it in the playoffs. Well, I'll tell you what, if for 41 games, he puts butts in those seats for the Pistons right. and he takes them to the playoffs in a good seed and they have home court advantage in the first round of the playoffs. To me, it's worth it. Yeah. You did it. It was worth it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, and what we talked about too, is that they have a great shot if they get him to be a high seed and have home playoff games and then you're getting a nostalgia of the Detroit bad boys and all that all that stuff starts to come back in. In 2004, those guys start coming back in the building. And 
Like it, that kind of stuff is what small market teams need. That's what it, that's what this is like with the Pacers. Like those guys remember that 04 team. They remember the Dale Davis and Antonio Davis brothers and Rick Schmitz and you know and Reggie Miller hitting shots off the like that's what brings people in. Everybody wants that nostalgia, that playoff run, that that special team, and that's what everybody wants. So you bring that guy in, you get that you get that energy boost. That brings your fan base in. That brings all those guys back to the table. And there you sit. And and it, it's it's an opportunity to put you guys right there in the East. You got, like we said, you got those three in the East. You know, Toronto's not going to be what they were. And and they have so many expiring guys that I would assume that they have some blow-it-up strategy. Yeah. With how obsessed Masai Ujiri yeah. was at, yeah. at blowing it up. Yeah. You know that he was like, I mean, he's been wanting to fire Dwayne Casey for the last five years. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? But he's like, ah, we won too many games. I yeah. can't fire him. I can't get rid of him now. You know, <sighs> he, he's been wanting to blow it up. Yeah. Yeah. So he, they're going to they're gonna blow it it's up. It's going to be, yeah. Uh, for yeah. sure. That's going to, that's, yeah, the Celtics have gotten worse. They've gotten worse. Um, Philadelphia loses Butler. I mean, they signed Tobias Harris, lose Butler. I think, I think Philly and Milwaukee are Philly that top Milwaukee, tier. Yeah. But tier two, man, I, tier two might even be empty. Yeah. Honestly, until KD gets healthy, yeah. tier two might be empty, and I think that the Pistons could put themselves in that range of, you know what I mean? Right. They could be um, yeah. in that Celtics range as far as mm-hmm. what to expect, or the Pacers went healthy and stuff like that. Yeah. And again, Tom Gorris, he's a new owner. He he bought the team from uh, Bill Davidson, so Tom Gorris hasn't won a championship or made an actual run. Right. This is a guy that's also building a G league stadium in Detroit, in downtown Detroit. He's, bu- really? he's building one. And, um, it's, it's right on Wayne state's campus, about two miles away from where little Caesars arena is. Wow. And this is a guy that wants to bring basketball to Detroit. They have the grand Rapids drive right mm-hmm. now as their team. Grand Rapids is the total opposite side of the state mm-hmm. from, from Detroit. It's about three, three and a half hours away. Tim's laughing because I just showed him. I just used my hand as a map <laughs> to, sh- the, to show the him. <laughs> but really, he's and and we don't know really what what it's all going to look like. But he's trying to make Detroit a basketball city. Yeah. And you know, building a new stadium. That stadium's a, what two years old. Mm-hmm. So going into its third season. You know, they just came, they just went to the playoffs for the first time in years. Mm-hmm. That that would be my sell to go there. Yeah. And. I've I've totally flipped my s- switch on it. I hated it at first, but now just go for it. Yeah. As we're saying this, just got an update from producer Tim. He just uh he just flagged us down. Apparently according to Ross Legion, which somebody's not actually trusting that. Yeah, he I, I will say <laughs> shout out to shout out to Ross Legion. He had that tweet from like six twenty four where he was like, Katie and Kyrie are both going to Brooklyn. Minnesota and San Antonio. Wow. Okay. So San Antonio has DeRozan that they could trade. Yeah. DeRozan has two years left. With like Lonnie Walker. Yeah. You could move. I mean, they have kind of uh, a log jam of point guards already. Where they have Murray, they have Derek Murray, Derek White, Lonnie Walker. They have. Uh, they yeah. Yep. Yeah. So they have a handful of guys. I don't know how much I like it there. It seems. Uh, I don't. 
he takes way too many shots for Popovich. <laughs> like, there's, there's no way that would. But he doesn't shoot threes. Yeah, he doesn't Pop, shoot threes. Pop loves. I'm yeah. sure Pop loves him just driving in. Driving and, <laughs> Fifteen footers. Hey, got it. This guy finishing <laughs> at the rim. Love to see it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I will. I don't know. Minnesota would have to, without looking up their stuff, which I'll pull up now. Yeah. I would assume they'd have to give up Jeff Teague and um, Robert Covington and something else. So yeah, they'd have. They would have to make some some major moves in order to to clear some clear some space for him for sure. Or do you give up Wiggins? Yes. Is is Wiggins? <laughs> No, seriously. Yes. But like is do they take back Wiggins? Is that is that it? Is it just like Yeah, I mean I'll take yours, you take mine. Right. Is it Wiggins and Teague? No, that's too much. Wiggins and Covington. There you go. Wiggins and Covington. What do you think? Teague works. Ugh. That would leave Success. me. That what would leave it? that would leave Minnesota with all right, here's Minnesota's team after doing it, and I'm I'm trying to piece this together. It would leave them with Westbrook, um, Josh Akogi, um their new guy, uh Culver. Culver. Towns, and I don't know who would play the four. I don't know. They got rid of Sarich, they got rid of Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Kate Bates sure Diop's who. playing like a little bit of summer league ball, but he I don't think he's ready to play meaningful minutes. No, uh-uh. Um Yeah, maybe I mean maybe they can get like another piece back or something like that, but um Yeah, maybe maybe Minnesota's a good a good landing spot. The thing that would the thing about that though is it totally takes him out of the D'Angelo uh yeah, it yeah. totally takes him out of the the D-Lo conversation yeah. in February, which I think was their ultimate prize. Yeah, I agree. You know with what I mean? That was kind of their holy grail was to get was to get D-Lo and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I could see it. I, I still think that's what. In the end, I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I think Minnesota's they're, they're waiting for that to happen. I don't. I don't think the Russell Westbrook thing. I'm not sure if that would. I'm not sure if that would fit what they want to do. I mean, can we just talk about how crazy it is for a moment that like, it doesn't matter what contract you're on. You can just get traded. Oh yeah. And like demand a trade also. Yeah. That is so crazy to me. It, yeah, as long it, as the money matches, man, like, the, like they, just, they just be moving. People. Paul George was under contract yeah. for three years. Yeah. It was just like, Hey, you need to trade me. Which I wondered about that. Like, like he's under contract. He demands a trade, and OKC's okay, so like, "Oh my God! Like, like we've got to move." You're like, "Like you have him under contract, like you don't, right? Like why would why do you feel like you have to move him?" Now, granted, you know, I, I I don't know how that stuff all works together, but like you have him, like you don't really need to move him. Like he is your player for the next three years. Why would you feel like you're under the gun that you have to move him? And and maybe that one specific scenario was because the trade offer was incredible yeah, yeah i mean you yeah. know maybe you're like all right i'll never get a better offer than this ever for a player because no one has ever got a better offer than right. that for a player but i feel like i'm just seeing it more and more yeah where it's like oh i just want to be traded and it, like we and, could get a notification 
while recording this that Giannis demands a trade. Yeah. And I would be like, yeah, I believe it. Yeah, it would not shock me at yeah, all. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, it would not shock me at all. It, I don't I don't know how that how that started to become a thing where, where guys are just like, okay, well, I don't want to be here anymore. I'm out. Like, what, trade trade me. What do they do to fix it? Do you give... Do you give players shorter contracts or longer contracts? Um, that's kind of that's kind yeah, of the, the I, biggest conundrum because you could give longer contracts. Yeah, but then like like we talked about, like if you give somebody a longer contract, it just means you're floating out more money. So then the more money you have on one player, you're gonna. I mean, you would get a lot back, but is it gonna be meaningful? You know what I mean? Yeah, and then so you do you give a guy a two year contract? Like okay, two years, forty million. So if I have to trade you, then I'm only losing out 20 here, 20 there, and we'll go from there. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Because, you know, I would say just extend the contracts longer. But then it's like, all right, then Wiggins, Wall. Right. Like Russell. All these guys are just in a longer contract Mm -hmm. now. All these people that kind of feel the need to give that max contract. Yeah. Now it's just a year longer. And – you know, if Wiggins had an extra year on his contract, that team might be like literally ruined. Yeah, they would. They'd be sunk. We call that debt to income in the banking world. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> or if you just give everyone shorter contracts, do you just do this every two years where you just play musical chairs? Yeah. But then again, you know, why are people going to go to Sacramento? Why are people going to go to Detroit? Why are people right. going to go to, you know, Indiana right. when they can go to L.A. or New York? And if it's musical chairs every two years. Well then, I know that they're gonna have enough space for me and two of my buddies every two years. Every two years. So let's just all gang up. Yep. Every year and end up in <laughs> L.A. or New York. Yeah. And at a certain point, Adam Silver has to kind of, you know, look at the his job. He works for the owners. Yeah. And if I'm the owner of a small market team that's just has players demanding trades. Yeah. I mean, it kind of puts you in a tough spot. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see yeah. if Giannis resigns. You know, when he's eligible. Because they've done everything perfectly. Same thing in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Did everything perfectly, so. He's your reigning MVP, and he could walk away. And yeah, they re-signed Middleton. They gave Middleton more money more than he should have. Yep. They got Bledsoe, which at the time of the signing seemed fine. Yeah. They're doing everything right. Mm-hmm. Got the coach they Lopez. Wanted. Lopez. Yeah, I mean, they're doing everything the right way. But he could decide he don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's in Giannis's character, though, but I guess when you're talking about money. Yeah, but it happens. wasn't in Kawhi's character. Yeah. The first time. The first time, yeah. Or the second time, right? Yeah, yeah. So you just never know. Yeah, because the first time it happened, it was like, man, this Spurs medical team really sucks. <laughs> right. Look at how much they screwed him. <laughs> really, though, we were all yeah. like, man, this Spurs this medical Spurs team. This Spurs medical team oh, is terrible. The Spurs. I thought they were a good organization. They're not. And now it's like, oh, Kawhi just wants to leave. Yeah, he just wanted to get out of there. You know, maybe this first time we think Giannis wants to leave, and we're like, oh, the Bucks organization's did, right? bad. No, he just wanted to get out of there. He just want, maybe he just wants to leave. I don't know. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Where do you, uh, where do you see – I'm going to pivot for a sec. Where mm-hmm. do you see the, uh, the West standings Ooh. at the end of the regular season? Ooh. If you were to kind of put them in tears oh. right now, um, well, you the Clippers, yeah, Clippers, Lakers. I, I don't know where people were f- thinking that the Lakers are not making good moves. Like I feel like they've made really good moves. Even yeah, I do too. Even when missing out on Kawhi, like 
I, I don't really call that a miss because now you have money to actually get some guys that can actually help your roster. So you're looking at a Boogie Cousins. Now, Boogie Cousins, everybody knows that he wasn't completely healthy last year. That wasn't the guy you're going to see this coming year. He's going to be in better shape. That that injury, people say it's a year. It's more like 16 months. I mean, it's it's brutal, man, and especially on a guy that's 7 foot, 300 pounds. I mean, he's just constantly pounding. He's going to be in better shape. You're going to see a better Boogie this year. So you have those three. I think that them and the Clippers are right there, 1A, one, one 1B. One I, I know people are leaning more towards the Clippers, but I, I like the Lakers too. I mean, I think that, that I think they're going to be right there. I think they're going to be right there. Um, and then you kind of get down to like – and that's my one and two. I think right now I have the Clippers ahead yeah. just because I think they'll have three guys that finish the f- all first-team team defense. defense. Seriously. They will be team lockdown, though, dude. Seriously. I mean, Pat, Bever- Pat Beverly, yeah. Paul George, and Kawhi, if they yeah. play enough games, yeah. they're going to win first-team all deep. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, no doubt. First to right. Lock City. <laughs> lock that. City, they for sure. That's good. They'll be locking folks up. So then that – then that next mm-hmm. tier, you put Utah, Denver, yeah, Golden State, yeah, Portland, yeah. Those would be my. Portland next got tier. better. Portland got better. Um, the one I, I was, you know, I I think that Clay Thompson made a good decision coming back to to Golden State. Um, I think those two have done it before with Draymond. I, I think I I would never count them out. Those three together, I would never count out. Draymond, you know, Steph and, and Clay. I would never count them out. I, I think that they'll still be competitive. Um, I still, you know, once Clay gets back, I still think that they'll be one of the top teams to beat. Um, I don't think they're Clipper Laker tier, but they're they're still there. Yeah, they're still there. I I, re- I like Portland's depth. You I know, do they too. got they got Lillard, McCollum, and you know that they have Nurkic. Mm-hmm. But then they got Whiteside this year, which coming off the bench, Whiteside's gonna be fine oh that yeah he'll be a uh, baysmore for some shooting oh yeah rodney hood rodney hood would pay dividends for them last year yeah he he stepped up big time for them and it's crazy like we were sitting here watching them play and you're like where was this freaking rodney hood in cleveland like that that guy could have actually helped them (laughs) but yeah he he actually had a he had a a real resurgence so i think he'll help them a ton yeah zach collins has another year under his belt Mm -hmm. um I mean, even like their 10th and 11th guy, like Anthony Tolliver and Mario Hazonia, mm-hmm. they're NBA players, you know, they're fine. So, yeah, I, yeah. I think I think they're going to do well. Um, it's it's going to be interesting to see kind of who doesn't make it. Yeah. Because the Thunder, I, the thunder well, aren't. No, well, the, th- the Thunder aren't anymore. You no, know? the Thunder are out. I think Sacramento kind of replaces them. Really? Yeah, I think Sacramento did a great job in their offseason. Well, the La- okay, so the Lakers are definitely going to be up in the playoffs, right? Correct. Yep. So let's take the Lakers and put them in OKC's spot. Okay. Okay, so now you have last year, Golden State, Denver, Portland, Houston, which we didn't even say Houston. They're Ooh, definitely yeah. going to be there. Yeah. Utah, San Antonio, Clippers, Lakers. That means Sacramento's out. Yeah. Unless you think Sacramento's going to jump above San Antonio. Dallas, they have Luca. Ooh, they God, have Luka. we didn't even talk about Dallas. Dallas, has oh my God. Porzingis, European connection, baby. Porzingis, Porzingis, European, do you like? And Hallelujah, 
Yeah, I mean, Gosh, do you put dang. them above Sacramento? Yeah, I would for sure. Dallas, Gosh. Dallas is playing San Antonio t- tonight on a neutral court. Who's winning? Dallas. Dallas. I think Dallas. Yeah, Dallas. That's gonna be a wild, a wow, wild run. I didn't even. I man, I didn't forget about Dallas, man. That yeah. They'll be a. That's another fun team. That's gonna be fun to watch. Yeah, man. and there was like. 24 to 48 hours where it was like Utah's winning the title. Yeah. Th- that was like a yeah. thing. Absolutely. That Absolutely. was a thing. And then Jeremy Grant just went to Denver. Denver. Uh, okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's going to be crazy. Wow. It's going to be crazy. Um, and a, another crazy thing we're going to see in the West is we're going to see LeBron James playing point guard. Oh man. Did you hear that? Yeah, I saw that. Um, that's that's kind of scary. I mean, it's <laughs> scary. That's really scary. I mean, at his size and what he can do, um, gosh, that, that's just scary to think about. You know? Yeah, we've seen him be the primary ball handler since like his first year he got in the league. Mm-hmm. Really, second year more, but his, you know, right when he got in the league, the last however many years, but. Basically, what they're doing is taking a guard off the floor and just putting another big on the floor. Yeah. 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 So, so now you're going to have LeBron above the three point line with the ball. Mm -hmm. And I would assume you'll have Anthony Davis and Boogie down near the basket. Yeah. And so, if you're a team now, you have to have one guy for Boogie, one guy for Davis, and a guy for LeBron. Yeah. Where before, I mean, before, if you were like, take Toronto, for example, last year, if they had, if they had, um, Gasol and like Siakam, right. they could like switch, you know what I mean? Those two guys could kind of play off each other down low. Mm-hmm. But now you have to take one of your tall, one of your guys that can defend a wing and bring them up front. Yeah. So they can't help switch they on those yeah. bigs down low. Yeah. I mean, they're, at, if, I mean, they're pick and roll. Oh, oh gosh. Oh, God. I mean, pick and roll with Anthony Davis and LeBron, or Boogie and LeBron in the switch, or the roll, or the or the pick and pop, or oh my gosh, like just gives you so many options. I mean, because LeBron is just so versatile, and Anthony Davis is versatile. I mean, he can he can pick and pop, he can roll, he can pass the ball. I mean, it, it's going to put a lot of people in some bad positions. I think the only team I can think right now that can defend them well would be Philly. You have Embiid, yeah. you have Horford, and you have Simmons. Simmons, yeah. But I think that you yeah. literally, you literally have to have, and to, yeah, and Tobias. Yeah. You literally have to have like crazy size like that to to try and match up against. Yeah. Because even like even the Clippers, what do you like? I I know that they have great defenders, but like, who does? I don't right. know. I mean, who, who guards Anthony Davis? Who guards Boogie? Right. Yeah. You have to be able. Trez to, is six eight. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Trez is six eight. He's Who six got? eight. Yeah. So let's say Trez is on one of them, and he's mismatched, and probably losing that. And I mean, Pat Bev's a great defender, but I mean, on LeBron, on LeBron. I mean, Jeez. I mean, that's that's barbecue chicken. Yeah, mm. Paul George, he's really good. You know, do I want him guarding AD? Right. Yeah, that's that's a tough battle. Yeah, that's a tough battle. So I mean, Philadelphia, I think would match up probably be your your 
best matchup just because of their length and and how long they are and how big they are. But when I when I saw this, the first thing I thought was, man, Ben Simmons actually will have a year of tape on like how to actually do it now. <laughs> He'll actually be able to see what he should do with his skills, yeah, with his skills and his and size. size. Yep. Jeez, finally. Yeah. After all these years. Right. <laughs> Stop yeah. showing me clips of him shooting threes in the gym. Right. I don't want to see that. <laughs> watch some tape. Learn how to be a point guard. Yeah. Um, have you been able to watch any summer league? I know you just got back from vacation. Yeah. Um, you know, good thing is, is that, you know, they have a lot of those on ESPN. And, of course, we, we both are ESPN Plus lovers. Me too. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I've been watching. I've been able to catch a lot of, like, I caught, you know, the Zion Williamson, RJ Barrett, you know, that game, which – um, which was cool. Uh, see all the hype around a summer league game. I, oh, yeah. I love it. The like the the pro guys come to those man. Like oh yeah. Like to them like that's a vacation week in basketball. Like they just. I mean every every high level professional. LeBron, AD. Uh, I think Jerry I saw Jerry West Ola, sitting yeah. courtside. Jerry West, LeBron, AD. Yeah. Like they. Uh, uh, they were yeah, all, you know what I mean, just all kicking. Everyone it. Like, was out there showing up. Yeah, to see. like it's just awesome. I I love that. I love that. And we're gonna have to at some point devise a trip where we can get to Vegas and see some games for sure. Oh yeah. Like, we were gonna, oh, that's that's a fact. Yeah. So, but I, I just think it's cool. Um, you know, I've been able to catch a few of those. Like there, there have been some games. Um, you know that I've been able to check out, so it's it's been good, man. I, I love watching the summer league stuff. It's it's really cool. Yeah, it was crazy with that Zion game. And then it went straight into the earthquake. The earthquake. Then it went yeah. straight into the Kawhi, <laughs> and then went straight to the Paul George. Paul and I was George, like, jeez, yeah. what, what is happening? I was yeah. I was actually blowing your phone up at 5 a.m. Like, yeah. will someone wake up and will talk some- to me, please? <laughs> will somebody? I was I was like, do I call someone? Like, should, should, I call, should, I, should I call? Should I call? T- like, I don't know. Yeah. That um, was, yeah, that was that was a crazy day. Like, I forgot that 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 night and that day were coincided. Yeah, they like ran into each yeah. other. That's crazy. Yeah that that really did knock the world on its axis. I mean that. That Kawhi making that decision really flipped the landscape of the whole NBA. The fact, think about that. The fact that July sixth, that we're it's just like basketball coverage nonstop mm-hmm. from like, you know, eight p.m. till yeah, now yeah. you know what I mean. Like it yeah, literally I mean, didn't stop. I don't being, think Woj just slept in the last seven or eight days. Oh, no. I mean he's that guy dropping stuff every fifteen twenty minutes. I'm like God, he don't even sleep. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're like, oh, okay, it's finally over. No. Kawhi finally signed. And then it's, and then, like I said during this podcast, it's like, oh, okay, is he gonna sign with the Heat? Is Russell Westbrook gonna yeah, be moved? Gonna be moved. The guy that was MVP two years ago is averaging a triple double. Yeah, man, and yeah, it's just crazy that any given any given moment something could happen. Also, someone brought up, they're like, I know that people don't think that Russ is in his prime, but also recognize that last year. He tried to get 20, 20, 20 in a game and did it. Yeah. he It was literally the game after Nipsey. Yeah. And Nipsey's thing was 20, 20, 20. And Russ was like, I'm going to try and get 20, 20, 20. And, and it. did it. Yeah. And did it. Yeah. That's just it's so crazy. Yeah. It's so crazy that, you, that if he goes out on the court and wants to put up 20, 20, 20 on you, he can. He can. He can just will that. Yeah. 
<laughs> it was just, it's crazy. I mean, yeah. people just seem to forget how, how just athletic and good he is. I mean, it, yeah. uh, and, uh, you know, a lot of people, they're like, oh, he's not a good teammate and, you know, this, that, and the other. I'm like, guys, like, well, first of all, none of you all have been in an NBA locker room, so you don't know. You have no idea what you're talking about. Second off, this guy is out here averaging a triple-double a season. Before him, we had to go back to Oscar Robertson in the 60s to see a guy average a triple-double. And if you look back, everybody said that that would be the hardest record to break of all the NBA records. And this guy has done it three years in a row. Like, he's must-see. Yeah. He's must-see. Ben, I'm going to ask you, with all the huge headlines coming out, if you had to predict the next mm. big headline, what do you think it's going to be? Ooh. What's the next Woj is that, bomb? Is, is this excluding what Russell Westbrook? No. I, this is. Okay. It, what's I, I the next big Woj bomb, Sports Center breaking news? What's it going to be? Um, it's. I think it's going to be Westbrook to the Heat. Westbrook to the Heat. I think that'll be the next one. Zion lost ten pounds. Zion <laughs> lost ten pounds. <laughs> he's, he's, are okay. we still on Zion Watts? Is that a, dude? If you don't know, like everyone's personal parts might be in shape. Yeah, really? he looked really he out did. of shape, and that was rough to watch, especially since his game is explosion. Is explosion and athleticism. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can't look out of shape you if you're him. Yeah. How do? Yeah, I don't. I don't understand that. Like, you've got the best of everything. Like, you're the number one pick. You're you're gonna be uh, the first multi-millionaire, like as far as like hundred million dollar Nike shoe guy off a rookie contract. You're gonna be that first guy. Everybody's eyes are on you, and you come out and you just look dumpy. Like you you can't do that. Yeah, and, and then you get hurt. So now nobody else is gonna see you. Like yeah, now it's even harder to get yeah. in, to push yourself in conditioning. Yeah, and Tim brought up the point of like. Well, he didn't have to do team workouts, and he's been doing, like, media for the last month or whatever. It's like, dude, if you know who you're getting picked from, mm -hmm. that's just even better reason to mm -hmm. just be like, okay, cool. I don't have to worry about that. Now that gives me an edge because I could just hit the gym and just work on myself and my game. Yeah. And, and the crazy thing about being a professional athlete is that you truly do have 24 hours in your day. So you don't have to get up and worry about working a, a nine to five. You ain't got to worry about paying any bills. You got people that do that stuff. So if he's doing press, say he does press from eight to eight, I don't even care what it is. He's got to map out time being a professional athlete to be like, okay, from 10 to one, I'm in the gym. Like I, Zion doesn't need sleep. Like he's, what is he? 19? You need sleep at 19. You're 19. You're, you got multi-million dollar. You got all the money you could want. Get in the gym and get yourself prepared to play NBA basketball. So I, just a minute ago, I asked you what the next headline was. Mm -hmm. Here's a smaller, uh, a smaller one. The Suns have waived Kyle Korver. He's now available to He's be. He's now a Laker. Uh, what? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> the, Warriors. the Warriors. Oh, that would Ooh. be. Oh, gosh. I like I like the war. See, Brothers times three. Yeah, and the rough part is that like, there's gonna be some guys that get bought out so early, and they're gonna get taken up by L.A. or the Warriors or mm -hmm. whoever, and then during the second round mm -hmm. of cuts, 
it's going to be like, all right, Andre Iguodala got cut. And it's like, oh, we don't have a roster uh, spot. We don't have any money. Yeah, it's, a, it's like, or whoever's going to get cut. And we talked about that before. Like, like, like chill. Just chill just on wait. your money. Yeah. yeah. Dal- if Dallas, if you just chilled on your money for a minute, yeah. you could have got Goran Dragic. You could have facilitated the trade. Yep. Stuff like that. Just wait a minute. Yeah, just give yourself. Just take a breath. Yeah. The second tier guys are going to get cut, and you're going to need a guy. That's it. Like, Dwight like Howard will get cut. Like yes. all these guys are gonna get cut. Yep. There will be chances to get people. Yep. Just, just wait. Just wait. Just yeah. Wait. But you don't want to just get like your first big guy or the first shooter with a pulse, <laughs> and it's just like, okay, this, this is my shooter now. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I gotta get. It. I gotta have him. Right. I, or I mean, that's how I felt when the Lakers got Avery Bradley. Was I was like, did you need Avery Bradley right now? Right. Did you, like? Did you need him? <laughs> did you need him? You couldn't have saved any money, and just like I kept the spot open. Kept the spot. You needed Avery Bradley now. <laughs> but when you put it like that, Kyle, I mean, I don't. I mean, yeah. And I'm, I'm like the leader of the anti-Avery Bradley coalition. So, well, it's you are opposite of Magic Johnson, who absolutely adores Avery Bradley thinks he is the best pickup the Lakers have signed in the last you know 15 20 days I texted I texted this to to the group chat today but during his two seasons in LA Avery Bradley shot 39% from the field shot 32% from 3 so the argument that he's like a good shooter seems pretty null mm-hmm. offensive rating of 94 horrible Mm. Defensive rating of 115, also horrible. Mm. So the the argument that he's a lockdown defender is pretty rough. His PER, 5.9. Oh, my God. A (laughs) 5.9 PER. Tim's like, I thought that there was at least a minimum of six. I I thought there was a minimum. It's like the ACT. Like, don't you just get a six on it for putting your name? Right, right. You can't get any lower than that. I thought just for having a basketball reference like Paige, (laughs) you got a six. six. You got a baseline of a six for having a basketball reference. No. Um, Value over replacement, negative 0.5. Oh, my god. And a total win share count of negative 0.3. Oh, Dude, horrible, horrible. I'm like, I literally feel like he was one of the worst people in the league when yeah. he played for the Clippers. Like, I'm be- I'm being very serious. Yeah. And I just don't understand, one, why Magic Johnson thinks he's, like, going to be in their, like, final yeah. lineup yeah. at end of games. Like, wh- huh? Hey, the way Magic's tweeting, he thinks he's going to be a starter. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. But He's like, Laker Nation. Quinn Cook's going to be an all-star. Quinn Cook. Exactly. Quinn Cook had that cool thing today about his dad. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. All right, man. Well, uh, I think we're going to wrap it up. Um, That way we'll have enough time to to get to our phones and watch for the next headline. You know what I'm saying? Watch some summer league games. and uh, And get to it. Appreciate everyone for listening. Make sure you head over to iTunes rate subscribe we love the five star reviews it really helps us out Absolutely. plus we love the feedback so you guys have been great with that um, make sure you follow us on twitter at 48 minutes network as well and um, tweet at us tell us what you want to hear about tell us who your favorite team is and where you think russell westbrook's gonna go so, Absolutely. Uh, until next time guys we'll talk to you see you guys <laughs>